the promised prince brian pillman jr now here's the inside scoop if you aren't listening to the wrestling pov podcast then you are not quite in the know and i'm in the know and i know that they're talking about me brian pillman jr the clearly the fastest rising star in independent wrestling history so head on over to the wrestling pov podcast thank you all very much is sasha and bailey the hottest thing going on right now the iconics they are in this week's who's marty and of course the hot tag news of the week the nation of domination should they be a new stable of it a new version of it or just leave it alone on an all new episode of wrestling pov podcast Canada. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you do? I had to go pick up the gal? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you heard there was man. some uh, shenanigans happening over there. Oh, there was a lot of shenanigans on my part. I mean, I did send Miguel to Tom's vacation. Yes. First of all, why is the president of Wrestling POV giving Tom a vacation? Exactly. You know, you know, we've been doing this damn show for like four years now. Four years. And not never once. got a vacation like that. <laughs> never got a vacation. It's like it's weird. Well, actually, is it really a vacation when Miguel Cole? Yeah, hey, that's true too. Is, is with you? That's true too. Oh my goodness, you guys are talking about me like I'm not here. <laughs> Oh. This is why I want to go to Global with my best friend, wow. TJ Logan. Wow. Right, well, hey, say la vie. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Tony Diaz, with Rick Serrano III. And, of course, you just yes, sir. just heard from uh, our intern, Miguel Cole, even though he's getting paid. Yes. Even though he's getting paid. He's a paid intern. Um, he's getting paid more than both of yeah, us. Yeah, and which is weird <laughs> because, you know, uh, with Miguel... Um, we, we've been through a lot with this dude, <laughs> a lot of adventures with him. Um, he has a son where I'm, I don't even know where the hell he is, but, um, I just hope he's paying he's that. with his mother. <laughs> I just hope he's paying that child support. <laughs> I don't think he's even doing that. And you know, what's crazy. Miguel used to work so hard in the beginning. Know, right? He had so many shows. I, I, think, he had, I think what it he is. He originated the SmackDown breakdown. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, he went outside. I, I, <laughs> Did interviews, <laughs> and, and I think what it is, I I just think stardom, fame got to his head. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I, I think especially when he got all cuddly, cuddly with uh, Becky Lynch, and yeah. uh, ever since then, I kind of seen the the new attitude from Miguel. But um, all right, well, hey, you know what? Hey, Mister Tony, I have something to say yeah, to you. Yeah, what's that? Go fuck yourself. All right, sure. See, that's that's and, that's the attitude and, and he you has know what? now. Nothing's gonna happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't think he can get fired if he tried. Yeah, yeah, you know that should be a new thing for him. Just try to get fired. I just want to see if it can happen. 
But I just don't see I'm it. still trying to figure out the interweb so I can go to uh, Wrestling POV Global. Yeah, and give those guys a headache. But, um, I mean, look what he just I'll said. I'll take it. Elio, come back. I know, right? I mean, Jesus. Look what he just said to me. Just literally, just what he just said to me just now. And nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Just you know what? Let's, let's go straight on to the Facebook. Um, wow. This one was uh, a doozy, Rick. Oh, dude! Uh, yeah. Sasha Banks officially becoming the Raw Women's Champion. Are Sasha Banks and Bailey the best thing going in WWE? Explain yourself, Rick. You know, man. When when people get all the gold, you have to ask yourself: Are they the best thing going? Yeah. And honestly, these two women are the best thing going in WWE. And I wanted to hear what the rest of POV Galaxy, no. see what I did there, had to say about it. Now, I, I sent out the message, and, and we go, <laughs> There's a lot of upset people. Peep. You pissed a lot of people yeah, off. I did. Um, yeah. Rick Plunkett, he said, no, absolutely not. I will not watch WWE as long as she is Raw Champion. She's trying to be a knockoff female Eddie Guerrero and being shoved down our throats. How many times have we heard oh, that? God. Oh, God. Listen, man. Oh, the only person done. shoving things down people's throats is Pat Patterson. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and there is something wrong with that. Oh, man. Yeah, hey. You want to reach the top, don't you? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. But I hate it when people say that. Shoving down, them down our throats. Shut up. But, uh, all right. He finished. He, he went on to say, yet again, I'd rather see Sasha, uh, Shayna Baszler as champ than her again. Hot potato with the belt. Here we go again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, you know what? And I, I know it's not like I'm making fun of the guy, but well, it always sounds like I'm making fun of everybody, but... The thing of it is, when I read these comments, okay, from people, I have to read it like how they write it on here. The guy was yeah. literally, looks like he was just yelling. <laughs> Seemed like he was just <laughs> really, really complaining. So I had, to, I had to read it as if I was the one that wrote it and complaining. Exactly. You know, so. Exactly. Just bear with me. But uh, I don't, I don't, I kind of agree with him and I kind of don't agree with okay. him. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's why we do the show. But at the same time, that's fine. You can have your opinion. I'll respect your opinion. Um, but when we come out and we say our opinion, you got to respect our shit too. Uh, if I agree with you, I'm going to tell you I agree with you. If I don't agree with you, I'm going to tell you I don't agree with you. If I kind of agree with you, I'm going to tell you why. In this case, being shoved down our throats, that term has been used so many times. And yes. I'm just getting tired of it. I, I really am. No, it is. But at the same... I mean, Roman Reigns, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte like we're, Roman like, Reigns. Uh, who's that? Before? John Cena. Um, John Cena. Now, I, um, Randy Orton. Now, I got to ask. <laughs> uh, do you think it's too much right now with them? Absolutely not. Really? This is the it's, best thing. The, this is what I tune in out. to wrestling for. I don't think so. No? I don't. I think this is the best thing going. I am so I excited. Say you know, this. I will say this. As far as Bailey goes, she's changed even from the time she turned into a heel to now. Absolutely. She's Immensely. Changed, and we've said it, too, that it's not working. It is not working. Yep. You know, when she started doing this whole 
the when she was being a heel. It was not working. Now it is. But now so this has to be a good thing, right? You would think it's a great it's a great thing. Um, you know, it's funny you say that because my wife, who who just watches every now and then mm-hmm. over my shoulder when I'm watching, she was like, you know, Bailey's doing such a great job, <laughs> like she can transform herself, but Sasha's still doing the same stuff. Yes. And for her to say that, for my wife to say mm-hmm. that, that's that's kind of weird because she doesn't watch every week, right? She just happens to pass by and see that and she's just like but Sasha's still doing the boss thing and um I want to disagree with her but you know last week was really hard (laughs) you know the who's Marty thing was really hard because I I respect Sasha Banks a whole a whole lot but uh it's kind of true where it's just like she's not evolving her wrestling is still great I I hate that people calling coming at her about Eddie Guerrero you know what um, she's a huge fan of Eddie Guerrero, yeah. and she's respecting him mm-hmm. by doing the stuff that he's done. Yeah. I mean, how many super kicks and figure fours are we going to see yeah. <laughs> before we start calling people out, right? Yeah, no, I agree. So uh, Dolph Ziggler is respecting Shawn Michaels, and uh, Miz is, re- is respecting Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. So why can't Sasha respect Eddie Guerrero? Now, I tell you, like even on Monday, she did an Eddie Guerrero move with the chair. Yeah. Um, now, because you brought that up, Rick, there's a re- <laughs> because you brought that up um, about respecting the people that you admire. So you do like a montage or you do a move that they did Set. Yeah. to, to um, honor them. Honor them. Now, shouldn't you be able to do that move, though? Because <laughs> I'm sorry to say... That's not really a really good leapfrog that she does. A frog splash. Oh, yeah. Frog splash, yeah. It's not. It's not. So no, it's not. For me, no. it's like, as a wrestler, I'm like, ah, oh, man, we understand it. We get it. You're trying to honor the man that you admired growing up. But if you, for me, if you can't do the move, honey, don't do it. Don't do it. That's do something true. else. Like, like I honestly, I respected her more for doing the chair shot uh, fake off. To the ref, because yeah. Eddie used to do that. I, I yep. admired her more for that than she did trying to do the frog splash. Now, let me actually. Because you can't fuck that up anyways. <laughs> no, I mean, but but who has a better frog splash? Sasha Banks or Rey Mysterio? Because oh, Rey Mysterio is terrible. It is terrible, but I'd rather... I, I, Rey's is better than Sasha's. Sasha is more like, like a, a tadpole. No, it's... And... Listen, Tony... <laughs> It's difficult to do a frog splash. That's a full I, I, crunch I in midair. Come on, man. Uh, RVD does it really good. Uh, D'Lo Brown even did a really good frog splash. D'Lo Brown and RVD has probably one of the best. Yeah. 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 Because they do like a whole split in the air while they yeah. were doing it. Yeah. And, so. and Eddie's frog splash, I mean, though it was good, it wasn't, he never did the split either. No, definitely. So I got to I yeah. kind of got to take that back from my comment from Sasha. But even still, Sasha can't do it. <laughs> That's true. No, I, I'm with you on that. I listen, I'm all for honoring wrestlers. Um maybe that you know what it's it is what it is when it comes to Sasha. She's trying. Um she's one of the best women wrestlers out there. Um she's been she's a, champ. a lot lately, man. She has because you know why? Cuz she's hearing people talk about the, her. She shouldn't let we, that get to we her. We need to support Sasha. Hashtag support Sasha. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Clay Cummings, a big supporter of the show. 
Thank you very much. Fan of the year. $50 man. Still holding on to that baby. His his wife is just doesn't want to let it go. He says that they, they're sweating and they're just waiting on this baby to come any this, day now. How many kids is this for? This is number one. This, what? And he's going to name it. I thought he had another kid. he's going to name it after me. No. No, this is his first one. He, All right, we'll let him Yes, he's going to name it after me, though. He said we'll, that. We'll be nice. For sure. No, well, you see, at least with me, my name, it, it can be a male or female name. Female. So you, can mine. Female, you put the I. To, stop raining on my parade. Rick, <laughs> Rick and Ricky. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Ricky Lake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clay Cummings, though, he says, right uh, right now, absolutely. They are killing it, sometimes going on all three shows, putting on good matches. And love the heel tag team. They are doing great things. Josh Sanders says, yes, they are. Good heel work from both both of them. Uh, cute Bacha QB. You know what? <laughs> Rick. This happens every fucking time. <clears throat> do these people do this on purpose? Do they really change their name on purpose so that way I can have a difficult time on the air? That's what it is. And make you know. myself look look churlish and not pronouncing <laughs> these names right. That's exactly what it is. Oh. I, I there's a fan group actually. There's what? Fuck Tony Diaz up. There's a fan group. Fuck Tony Diaz up and change your name. Jesus Christ. Unreal. You know what? They're all whoever created that, they're the hater comments of the week. <laughs> but he said what what why the name though? Oh my god. He says both are mad. <laughs> both are mad at what, man? I don't get it. And that's the other thing. The comments are killing me. Come on. Oh Shannon Bill, he says so stupid. First there's no official ref, then a count out. Pass. This is some of Vince Russo's WCW 2000 garbage. My Jesus. God. People really coming at Vince Russo lately. Yes. Yes. Listen, Vince Russo was bad, but he is also good. He was a 50-50 guy. Yeah, he was, he was a hit 50, or miss. But you know what? And I will give credit to this on Vince Russo. He was a really good storyteller. He was. He was. Absolutely. I'm 1,000% behind whether that. Whether you like the way he did it or not. He still told a story either way. It made you understand why things happened in wrestling. Exactly. And I, and I got, I'll take my hat off of him. As far as him and his arrogance go, he can go fuck himself. Ooh. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. His arrogance is what kills me. I'm shocked that Vince Russo hasn't come after Matt Riddle. Honestly, with the whole bro, the whole bro thing. thing, yeah. Well, bro. according to him, he he doesn't want to do anything with wrestling anymore. But he has a podcast out, and what does he do on it? He talks about wrestling. There you go, Chris 50, Perez. 50. Yeah, Chris Perez says absolutely. I don't care what anyone says. They've worked hard as being heels, and uh, that people just can't stand. That's true. Okay, he's kind of. Yeah, sure. Mike Jobert, he said, it's great to see their work as heels, but now it's hard, It's time to split them up. But how? So Kevin Roberts responded to him and said, then they must not be great heels. If they are, uh, why split them up? Makes no sense. Uh, they kind of went back and forth. Yeah, so Mike said, uh, because a great heel can make a great baby face with one good storyline. That's good business. Okay. Kevin yeah, but Sasha... 
Sasha doesn't make a good baby face, and you cannot change. You cannot change he, Bailey he back. Doesn't, she doesn't. Yeah, like you can't no, do that. I right agree now. with that. She, then, her, be, and I think it has a lot to do with her promos. Absolutely, her promos are too heelish. Even when the, she was a baby face, it was still heelish. Mm-hmm. You, does that make sense? You know, no, I, it, 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 it it does. It, absolutely, it's what it's the confidence. You know, you yeah. know when wrestlers have a certain uh, confidence, it comes off kind of heelish. You know, mm-hmm. when when they talk about how they're the best in the, you know what John Cena does that very well. For a True. baby face, yes, he shows yes. confidence in such a baby face way that I don't in see such a different way. Yeah, I don't see it on other people. So when other people right. are like extra confident, like Ric Flair, when Ric Flair is trying to be a face, it yeah. doesn't come off genuine at all. It's just like, dude, you're right. a natural born heel. But right. when John Cena, John Cena is probably the only guy that could cut a baby face promo saying he's the best. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's why it doesn't work for Sasha. That. Yeah, I can't. That's hard to argue that too, because the, just because of the way he does it too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, I agree with that. But see, but the thing is with Sasha, it just comes off too arrogant. And, yeah, and it's not that she has the same reputation as John Cena because she doesn't. Number no. one, and that might be the reason why it comes off like that. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but then Kevin responded to him. He said, but you said they are both great heels. You have no storyline or philosophy. You're just like they are great heels. That means a baby face, no sense. Baby face, no sense whatsoever. And plus, they are having a good run. They haven't lost business. A move like that is for when they become stale. Laugh out loud. They are not mega powers. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, too. Yeah. So then Mike uh, responded back and he said, okay, you have two top heels that have been beaten, that have beaten every face in both major brands. Now, what do you do with them? Is there some new face out there that seems legitimate enough to challenge either for a belt? I don't see any. You know, he's kind of right. No, he is right. But why can't we have heels going after heels? I get it. It's a rarity, but it could work. Shayna Baszler (laughs) could definitely work as a heel against them. And yeah. still do dastardly thing. Nia Jax can do that stuff. Yeah, but but see the thing is, I think like you threw in just Nia Jax and Sasha, uh, Sasha, uh, Shayna. I think what the thing is with Nia Jax, I think what'll happen with that is that it'll start to turn her into a baby face. Yeah, uh, as as with you said, Shana, it, I can though, see that. With, with Shayna, it'll be different. Yeah, it'll be a little bit different. It'll be kind of like the Stone Cold treatment, though. Yeah. Because Shayna cannot, can, she can't never, never be a baby face. Never. She ever, has to stay ever. a heel for the rest yes. of her life. Yes. She can never change. And, and I think that's why it'll work with her. Because yep. even if the crowd starts to chant for her, or it starts to be on her side, where it looks like it, that she can be a baby face. I just, if she still stays with being a heel, like, ah, yeah, yeah, fuck y'all. Yep. She does shit like that, she'll definitely start getting over. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, William Hicks says, total bullshit. Wow. (laughs) Man of a lot of words. Speaking of a lot of words, Matt Gitch, he says, pretty much. And speaking of a lot of words, this has to be the most words we ever heard in wrestling POV history. Alan Dean, his comment was, yes. (laughs) That's all it was. I mean, that was great. Yeah. yeah. Straight Should to the we point. read more? 
There's a few. Nah, let's move on. We got oh, a lot of. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, let's move on because there's one. They just got stupid. They just got really dumb. <laughs> they did. Call them lesbians. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, wrong with people? Sasha's married. Bailey's yeah. engaged to men. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because it, it pissed me off. And I, and I actually commented on that because it was just oh, like, it was one of those things where it's like, would you say that about the men? If there was yeah. two men heels, like when Stone Cold yeah. and, and Triple H had all the gold where we like, oh, they're gay. Well, like, no, come on. No, a good example would be the Miz and Morrison. Yeah. You like, know? oh, they're gay. No, they're both married to women. Sasha yeah. is married to a man. Bailey's engaged to a man. Why are we treating women this way? And you're saying they're lesbians. Why Just comment it, like that? Yeah, it makes no sense. It's, and it's asinine 10 fact, and 11. Like, like with the with the Iconics, too. They yeah. come in the ring holding hands. Are they lesbians? No. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Peyton Royce is married to um, the chairman. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. What's wrong with you? But uh, overall, this uh, poll, uh, is Sasha and Bailey the best thing in WWE? The fans voted. 47% yes. 53% oh, wow. said no. Not too bad. Wow. Pretty close, actually. It, it's a little bit close. We haven't wow. had a... A close one in a, in quite a while. Um, I don't know. I, I see. I'm at that decision where I could go either way with it. Um, yeah. man, well, maybe I, this I, will I, help honestly, you, Tony, because huh? th- maybe this will help you. Because Elio Canella uh, said, uh, "You know why they gave Sasha the the Raw Championship belt?" And I was like, oh. "Why, Elio? Because she won." He was like, "No, because she listened to the show." And she heard us all call her the Marty of the group. And so she oh, said she was going to win. And I said, no, Elio, I didn't say it. And he's like, Rick, you said by a little bit, Bailey is the Sean and Sasha. I was like, come on, Elio. So Elio, maybe Sasha is listening to the show, Tony. So you have to say they're the best they, thing going. They do listen to the show, period. But. My opinion still stands. I oh, just man. think that they are showing them a little bit too much. Sasha. I really do. You I and do. Bailey are the best thing in WWE. But, like, keep showing. I think they got to keep showing them on SmackDown, not on Raw. I mean, well, now they now, do. Yeah, because of <laughs> Sasha. And but they got the tag titles. That, and they got the tag titles. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I still think it's too much. I just think it's too much. And I think it's going to get to the point to where when the fan starts coming in, which I got a bunch of rumors on that, that they're going to lose interest. Bailey dough straps and uh, two belts banks. I love Bailey dough straps. That's gold. Yeah. Sasha or banks, two Two, two Two belts banks. See, it's garbage. That's hot garbage. It's like you couldn't come up with something else. Try Leave Sasha alone. Leave, fuck her. <laughs> All right. I got a shot with Bailey. She's only engaged. <laughs> Let's move on to right. our um, next thing. Speaking uh, who's of the Marty? Iconics, uh, the Who's Marty? Woo, this was the hard. Iconics. This was tough. This was definitely tough. This um, was tough. Uh, go ahead. Give, give me your thoughts, Rick. All right. So I looked at it like this. First of all, I listen, to get somebody like you to flip on a team the way you have mm-hmm. 
it, it's amazing. You know, like for years I tried to get you to like the Miz, and then after a couple of years you were like awesome. And I was like, oh shit. Well, and I, then I didn't go that far. And then to get you to like Dolph Ziggler was like never happening. And then all of a sudden, I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Come on. <laughs> and then that didn't happen. You hate the iconics, and then you're like, oh, iconic. Every week for like a month. Um, they grew on me. I have to say this. The Iconics are one of the best women wrestlers in the business today. Heel. And heel. Heel. As a heel, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're, they're great. And I have to say mm-hmm. this. Billy Kay, to me, is the Shawn Michaels of the group. And oh. I'll tell you why. Oh. Because Billy Kay... The, the the face you just made and that oh sound that's why because she <laughs> she is, she's annoying she has an annoying sound the the faces she makes when she's at ringside she's annoying the crowd she gets involved um she can hold her own in a promo um right. not to say that Peyton Royce can't do that either Peyton Royce right. Wrestling ability, I feel like her wrestling ability is a little bit better than uh, Billy Case because they both mm-hmm. come a long way. That right. being said, a couple of weeks ago, Billy Kay wasn't there and Peyton was doing all the duties by herself. All the duties. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> we got, we have, we're supposed to have a guy that does that. Yeah. This is why. The, the, we, exactly <laughs> what we just said about Miguel. He just does whatever the fuck he feels like doing. So, I have to say this. Um, Jeez. Better late than never. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Um, Wow. I do have to say this, though. Um, She was there by herself two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't the same. The Iconics wasn't the Mm. same when Billy wasn't there. You know, when Peyton was on her own with uh, Ruby Riot, it just didn't pop like it does when Billy's there. Not to say that Billy is going to be so much better. Right. But I honestly I think they need each other. I don't think you should ever separate them. But that's not the question. The question is, who is the Marty of the group? And people can't get that through their thick skull. So for me, the Marty of the group is Peyton Royce. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Alright, so I'm going to read a couple of these comments and then I'll give you my opinion. All right. TJ Logan from uh, Wrestling POV Global. He says, I say it's Peyton because Billy is a complete knockout. Plus, she plays the character better and let's face it, the Iconics are better, are much better characters than wrestlers. And Josh Sanders is so wrong. Billy shakes everything much sexier. <laughs> so let me go over to Josh Sanders and skip everybody else. Since he mentioned him, uh, the reason why he said that is because Josh said, Billy Kane is only because I like the way Peyton Royce shakes her ass in an entrance. Jesus. Just, just what a way to objectify women, guys. <laughs> uh, Clay Cummins, he came out and he said, uh, both are really good, but I would say Billy is the Marty. Peyton, wow. I feel, will get a bit bigger push than Billy if they ever get a singles run. Peyton, I also feel... Is the better overall wrestler, but love them both. Look at that. I converted everybody into <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, man. All right. This one was interesting, Rick, because you kind of went uh, back and forth with this guy. 
Delgado Augustine. He said, don't people get tired of this uh, Marty Jannetty? Kind of gets old. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so you responded to him uh, explaining the whole who's Marty thing with him. Yes, because I'm sick of people like sticking up for Marty Jannetty. Like, this is a diss. Like, it's not a diss. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's, kind a, of a diss. it's funny. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. And like this is something seriously that everybody talks about. This has been yeah. discussed on WWE programming before where mm-hmm. they say who's the Marty of the group. They've done this before. So yeah. why are we like so stuck up Marty Jannetty's ass like he's actually done anything yeah. after the Rockers? Yep. The only thing he did after the Rockers is form a new Rockers with Al Snow. <laughs> yeah, which didn't even work. Didn't work at all. No no disrespect to Al Snow. Well, of course not, because he's our boss. <laughs> <laughs> what does everybody want? <laughs> but, um, which I... No, not I, but. Head. Not, not I, but. They oh, want geez. head. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I do agree with you, though. Um about what you said about the whole Marty thing. And people don't understand. It's just is that the fact that with Marty Jannetty is exactly what you just said. What did he do after the Rockers split up? Shawn Michaels went to stardom. Marty Jannetty went to obsessing with his daughter. Um, come on, people. You, you really... And it's... Now, the reason... <sighs> I they force us to say bad things about Marty Jannetty, by the way. Just to explain the reasons why we're doing this. It is, like you said, it's, it's kind of, it's not really a diss, but it kind of is a diss. But it's, it's kind of, the way we're doing it, the way we're presenting it, is that, okay, they were a team. They were a good team. When they split up, one excelled, the other one didn't. That's basically yep. what we're saying. That's all we're saying. And we're I can tell you this Marty right Jannetty now. sucks. Well, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> Shawn Michaels is a top 10 superstar yes. of all time, of all yes. time. Um, I, I'll, I'll agree to that. Marty Jannetty's not even top 100. No, no. Of all time? No. Of all time? No. No. And, and, and what's a shame and what's sad is that he, it's not even, he's not even close to the top 100. No. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but that's our ex- explanation. One did better. One did. One excelled. The other one didn't. No, that's it. It's no fault of his own. He could have probably done something. There's he a, just there's didn't. A, he just didn't. Maybe because he knew where his potential was. And don't and get me was. wrong, Tony. At one point, Marty Jannetty was the better wrestler in the Rockers. I I saw Marty as the the yeah. better wrestler. Yeah. You know. Yep. But character wise. The guy is stale. Stale. Very stale, yeah. Shawn Michaels obviously has a lot of charisma, and then he just skyrocketed to the moon, mm-hmm. and then his yeah. wrestling ability was top-notch. Top-notch. But what's odd about Shawn Michaels is that he was the character that was good either heel or face. Yeah. Marty, he was terrible as a heel. I've seen him as a heel. He was just bad. As a face, that's where he shines. And even then, it seems like he just needs somebody else to tag along with him so that way he can shine. And yeah. it works with some people. It works with 
Probably none. <laughs> anyway, but here, here's my opinion on the Iconics and who's the, uh, the Marty of the group. And I have to agree with you. And it's funny because you, you said I made that. I did that on purpose. Um, is I feel that it's Peyton Royce. I think Billy Kay is the one that you give her anything and she's going to succeed. I think with Peyton Royce, great wrestler, though. I think between the two, wrestling is in favor for Peyton Royce. Okay. Character-wise and everything else, the, like a total package, I want to say, it, it goes to Billy Kay. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler. It's just she incorporates that into her wrestling. Absolutely. If you ever watch her wrestle, watch, really, really watch her wrestle, her facial expressions, the things that she does. And I've been pointing these out when we do the show, how yep. she grabs the ref and says, hey, you're supposed to raise my hand. Don't worry about her. Little uh-huh. things like and that. And her chicken shit stuff that she does when she's yes. scared. Like, yeah. come on, man. It's really good. It's You see that more with with Billy Kay than you do with Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, for me, is like the muscle of the group. Yeah. You know, she goes in, she kicks your ass and this and that, but she could also play a character, too. But the difference with that is that she needs Billy Kay for it. Yeah. She can't do it without her. Without her, Peyton Royce, she's just a really good wrestler. Character-wise, yeah. though, it wouldn't be there. Peyton, uh, Billy Kay, though, on the other hand, she's got everything, and yep. she can do it. If she wins singles, if they win singles, I'm telling you, anything that they give Peyton, uh, Billy Kay, she's gonna, she's gonna knock it out the park. With Peyton Royce, though, it'll be a little bit hard to find her niche. Kind of like what happened with with uh, Bailey when they turned yeah. her heel. What happened? We fucking hated it. We were like, why is she so sad? She's emo mom now? And what the fuck's <laughs> going on? Seriously. And then now, her character, everything came out the minute she was with uh, Sasha Banks. And then the past, what, month and a half, two months? She's been knocking it out the park. Yep. I think that's the same thing with uh, Peyton Royce. Even though they're, they're tagged now, so, you know, she does... Um, excel with her character, but she it's only because of Billy Kay. So and just for I, the record, I don't ever want them to split up I the Iconics. They, I think no. they need to stay together. They need to stay together. But if they, they were do. to split up, for me, Peyton is the Peyton, Marty of Peyton the group. Peyton would be the one that'll, that'll shine. Oh, you think Peyton's going to shine? I mean, not Peyton, uh, Billy uh, Kay. Billy, sorry. yeah. So Peyton, yeah. Peyton is the Marty to me. Yeah, um, no, The I fans... Agree. The fans did vote. Um, Billy Kay got 60% of the vote, 64% of the vote that think really? Billy Kay will be the Marty. 36% think Peyton Royce will be the Marty. So we're on the losing wow. end of that one. Um, wow. But again, I honestly think that um, what these listeners, and I, and I could be wrong, um, mm-hmm. I think they're just judging off of looks. Um, yeah. And, yeah. They're and, not going off of the actual character of them. Yeah. Because the yeah. character that Billy Kay portrays is is top notch. Um, not to say that, like we said, not to say that Peyton Royce is right. a slouch. Because they're very yeah. close. If yeah. I had to say the it's who's Marty, cool. it's very close. Just like last week with Bailey and yeah. Sasha, it's yeah. very difficult to to pick one over the other. But that's the part of the game is to pick who's the yeah. Marty. You have to pick one. Yeah, um, and, and unfortunately, we had some idiots that said oh, neither. Oh, like Marty's better than both of them combined. Yeah. Shut up. It's like, yeah. 
<clears throat> Stupid. Anyway. Um, um, but yes, and also, you know what? Um, I do have to say that the reason why um, some people will say that uh, Billy is the Shawn Michaels and Peyton is the Marty is because Shawn Michaels super kicked Peyton's husband. Oh, <laughs> That's funny. Oh. All right. Um, now, fun. you had some news on Ember Moon. Really? Yes. Actually, I did. Now, uh, going off of what we were talking about with Sasha Banks and everything else, Ember Moon, uh, on her Twitch Twitch stream, uh-huh. um, it's a, a gaming stream, I'm, I'm assuming. That um, Rusev got kicked off of, by the way. Yes. Well, I guess because uh, Lana like, <laughs> appeared in, her in bikini. a bikini. It's like, Jesus. All right, come on now. But uh, this I, I thought this was interesting, but she, Ember Moon said this on her Twitch stream because she's a, a big-time gamer. Uh, about Sasha Banks, Sasha and Bailey's actually recent push. Um, now, now, if you're a fan of the show, you everybody knows how much I'm like, um, you know, with Ember Moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what she had to say. She goes, why do we need two double champions? Is SummerSlam going to be low-key? Uh, evolution with Sasha and Bailey wrestling for their singles title and also for the tag titles. Is that a thing? Are we just reliving Triple H and, still, and Steve Austin two-man power trip from 2001? Sasha and Bailey have done a great job with a limited roster, but there are too many people sitting at home to tie up all these titles with two people. I was kind of upset. The match was superb. I don't like the fact that knowing it was Kyrie's last appearance, I don't know if that's the way to the way you go. I feel you make it more of a threat than just Carrie getting beat up backstage. I think you have Bailey beat up Carrie or Kyrie and then have her with a forklift about to drop some cinder blocks. Oscar had Sasha in the Oscar lock. All she had to do was sit back. It was more it makes more sense if Kyrie is more of a life or death situation versus her getting thrown into stuff and stomped. I get we're supposed to be angry, and kudos for, to them for making us angry. No one wanted Asuka to lose. Everyone wanted NXT Asuka back and having an undefeated streak. That's, why, that's what WWE does. I feel for the ploy of I'm angry because I saw my friend Asuka lose the title in a crappy way. Are we going to have Sasha just lose the title to Lacey Evans or transfer Naomi over? They're building to SummerSlam, right? As a fan, I feel like I got ripped off because once again, I don't get Bailey versus Sasha. <laughs> <sighs> Where do I start? Um, <laughs> that that really pissed me off. As if she doesn't know really? this business at all. Yeah. Um, first of all, the fucking bullshit with the two man power trip needs to stop. Just be so Stone Cold and fucking Triple H are the only two. We know there's been other uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H at one. Yeah. Oh no, Shawn Michaels and Diesel at one point had all the belts. Mm -hmm. Can we not do this shit where we're all oh, Stone Cold and fucking Triple H? Shut the like, stop it already. All right, and these two women are doing something totally different. It's different. All right, mm -hmm. we've never had this before in a women's division. So let's not get stuck into that bullshit. Secondly, I agree with the way they did this thing with, with Kyrie Sane. That it, it was stupid. They they should have done something yeah. more dangerous. Absolutely yeah. agree with that. 
Um, I mean, as not per all the time in the world, because it was already taped. Yeah, and as per Oscar uh, losing, did you see how angry Oscar was mm-hmm. after she, she lost? She looked like she lost. Her, she was losing her mind. She's gonna go ape shit, and she's gonna win that belt back at SummerSlam. Like that match is gonna be epic. You, if you think Oscar's done with the Raw Women's Title, then this you didn't watch that show because there's no way that Nia Jax or Shayna is gonna go after it at SummerSlam. No, and we said this a couple of months ago that somebody's gonna take Kyrie Sane out, yeah. and when they take her out, Oscar's gonna go after them at SummerSlam. What happened? <laughs> exactly yeah. what we just said. So this is great story writing, which I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. And I think Oscar defeating Sasha at SummerSlam leads into Bailey Sasha at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I believe that's what's gonna happen. Um, you know what? I'm I'm happy about this, and for Ember Moon to do this. I don't think it's okay. I did not like that at all. Um, like, they need, they're destroying wrestling for me. Same thing with Carrie Sane. As soon as Raw went off the air, she went on Twitter and said, mm-hmm. Goodbye, guys, I'm leaving. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. That's just, you're just slapping every fan in the face that just saw you get your ass kicked instead yeah. of just. Come on. I mean, kayfabe is been dead, dead for a long time. But this is but ridiculous. That's why she did that because everybody already knew that she was leaving. So maybe that's why she did that because everybody knew she was leaving. And she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say my goodbyes right now. But uh, but yeah. Well, what's no, your you're take right. on this whole thing dead. with Ember Moon? What's your take on it? She sounds mad. She sounds upset. I mean, um, she has every right to be right. upset. She ha- she's kind of right in a sense because what I and and what I think where she was trying to get at was by saying that there's other women out there that you guys should be pushing. There's other yes. women out there that would love to be in that position because I'm sorry to say I'm a big fan of Nikki Cross, but how many times are we going to see this? What's yep. going to happen next week now? What's going to happen? Where is she going? You know, especially after what happened at the end of uh, SmackDown, which we'll talk about later. I'm a big fan of Nikki, but this is like what the third time title match. Yeah, she yeah. had a title match. There's other women out there. The, actually, on SmackDown was the first time we saw Mandy Rose in a long time. <laughs> yep. But then, what did they do? They were they were, they brought back the feud with her and Sonya Deville. It's like that feud was squashed. Do something else. I, I, I think she has a legit point. She has a legit point. Um, it's it's it's. She does sound mad. She does sound angry. I do gotta admit. Um, she has a point, and I think where she was trying to get at basically was there's other women out there that deserve those titles. Not just that, because they're doing a good job without those titles. Yeah, they are. Did the titles add a little bit to it? Yeah, it did. But there's other women that are iconics. I'm sorry, there are a legit tag team. How come they're not fighting for the titles? Yeah, you know, you just said Rick. How come? What's wrong with having a a, a, a heel versus heel? They can do yeah. it. Iconics are a heel team. They could have. They easily could have done it. They easily could. I would have loved to see that program between them two and Sasha and Bailey. I would have loved it. 
but what I just read from Ember Moon, it was exactly she was she's very upset and she has every right to be because it, let's just say if she wasn't injured right now, would she be in any of those storylines? No, seriously, I don't no, think she, she would be. I don't think she would be. And she, I, I, I'm pretty sure she would have still said the same thing. So I kind of agree with her. And then I kind of don't. But I, I do I, agree. I do have an idea no. for a poll for next week. Because AJ What's Styles that? does the same thing that, that Ember Moon did. And I'm, I'm going to ask the fans, are they okay with wrestlers spilling or airing out dirty laundry on Twitch? Mm. You know? Like... Okay. Like talking about wrestling as if it's not real, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> like yeah. kayfabe, they they killed it, but like we we gotta yeah. there's, there's gotta be something about it. I'm not for it. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm not for airing out dirty laundry and, and talking shit about the company you work for yeah. on any yeah. platform. But but Rick, I gotta put you on the spot though. You've even mentioned and said that out of all people. To go after that twenty four seven title and got injured because of it. Oh yeah, injured. absolutely. That they so you don't think she's got a legit gripe? She could have a gripe for the twenty four seven title, but don't be coming <laughs> at the women that you work with. You know, mm-hmm. that don't don't come at those women because they didn't do anything to you, right? What what I don't like is. Like you're trying to drag the women's division. I get it. She's trying to mm-hmm. empower them. Say, well, there's other women in the back. Who on SmackDown would you see in the title picture right now? Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody. Not Naomi. Not no. No. Not Alexa Bliss. Not Nikki Cross. Not Lacey Evans. Not Mandy Rose. Not Sonya Deville. So which woman on SmackDown you want to see go after the SmackDown women's title? And let's go to Raw. Who? Who? Natalia. Lana. The Iconics for the Raw Women's title? <laughs> no. So, unfortunately, Shayna, well, Shayna and Nia are going at each other now. They're going at and each other's throat, yeah. So, it's just like, sit back, relax, and enjoy the best part of WWE right now, Sasha yeah. and Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, this one is, yeah, this one hurts a little bit, but it's like with her, and I'm not saying it because I have a thing for her. But she, she, she's kind. Of, she is kind of right. She is. She is kind of right. And maybe it is because of the simple fact that she has a, um, you know, the the injury that could be career ending because she was chasing that bullshit twenty four seven title. Yeah. It, it, that could play off. She could be playing off of that um, because of the simple fact that she could have been doing something else besides doing that. Um, who knows? Who knows with her? All right. So, if uh, anybody else has any questions or comments, throw it on our Facebook page uh, for next week, and we'll talk about it. Absolutely. Because uh, we got a, a quarantine going on, people. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> so, we need material. <laughs> All right. With that being said, uh, th- yeah, that's it, right? Oh, who, yes, who we got for the hater? We got a hater? Um, Who's anybody that, that disagree with us? Uh, Rick Plunkett or something like that? Something like that, yeah. 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 Uh, we'll, we'll give it a Rick. Uh, yeah. The hater comment of the week uh, is Rick Plunkett. And uh, hater yeah. comment of the week is brought to you by WOHW.com. 
Our good friend Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater I know, also works for WOHW.com. Uh, he's written books for Vader, Sabu, Dirty Dangerous, da- Dangerous Danny Davis, Dirty Dangerous Danny fuck? Davis, <laughs> Dirty Dangerous. I mean, that's an odd name. I mean that it works. Um, <laughs> Tito <laughs> Santana. Um, he's written a lot of books for a lot of wrestlers out there. Um, yeah. Kamala as well. So make sure you check it out at WOHW.com and uh, purchase a book today written by Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater we know. Yeah, yeah. And he was uh, recently in the, the quarantine. I know I've been plugging that a lot, but it's yeah. a lot of fun. Speaking Why? of because which, to see our faces. Yes, and this <laughs> Sunday, uh, check out our Facebook page at Wrestling POV Podcast for the newest episode of WPOV Quarantine, where mm-hmm. me, myself, uh, Elio Canella and TJ Logan go over the rise and fall of TNA Impact. Wow. And boy, oh boy, you do not want to miss that. There you go. And it'll be available on our Facebook page. And I heard soon it'll be, if, if you don't feel like looking at their faces, then it'll be on the iTunes and wherever all the platform that we're on. iHeartRadio, Podbean. Um, Spotify and I um what is it? Tune in radio. Tune in radio, our newest entity yeah. that you can listen to this, you guys. So you ain't got no excuse not to listen to the show. And on top of that, I heard Pandora wants to uh play our stuff. Nice. So that'll be interesting. So, so you guys got ones? no excuses. There's none there's none. They none. got none. None, yeah. <laughs> But either way, we love you guys all. And just throw the comments and, and questions on our Facebook page. And like I said, we'll throw it in for our next week's episode because we need the content. With that being said, Rick, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! All right. Quickly, Triple H turns 51 years old. Um, Adam Page turns 29. Uh, Finn Balor turns 39. Uh, Dolph Ziggler turns 40. What? Yeah. Wow. 40 years old. Nick Jackson turns 30 years old. No shit. Uh, Sammy Guevara turns 27. So that's three guys from AEW right there that are all 30 and under. That is crazy. AEW has a lot of young talent. And last but not least, this guy should have been mentioned in our manager special of uh, Wrestling POV Quarantine, that is Sonny Ono, turns 58 years wow. old. You know what? And and I, I, um, I'm I going to hate myself because I'm friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> and, I, and when he posted uh, the pictures of himself with his birthday cake and everything, yeah. I was like, oh, we never mentioned him on the manager special. Come on, I, man. I felt so bad because he would have went on. And we didn't even mention him with the Ultimo Dragon and the mask yes. or space paint. Because yes. he, he was right there exactly. with Ultimo. Um, yep. Well, happy birthday, Sonny. Better late than never. With that being said, <laughs> it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Fake news. Oh, Fake boy. news. Uh, Pat McAfee and Adam Cole, baby. They, they try to pull the wool over our eyes, but last week you and I both said it seems kind of pretty, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty fake. Sketchy. <laughs> and uh, it yeah. was totally well, definitely fake. Was, yep. Fake news, people. Um, sad news. The original Black Tiger 
Mar what is it? Mario Mar Mark Mark Rocco passes away at 69 years old. Tiger oh. Mask is rival. Um, oh. So uh, our condolences and prayers go out to you, the original Black Tiger. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking of more spe uh, uh, sad news, Drew McIntyre's cat passes away. Um, <laughs> I mean, anybody that has a pet knows how pets are part of the family, and uh, yeah. losing a pet is never yeah. easy. Yeah. Um, but to end this all on a high note, Leon Ruff, he got himself an NXT contract. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. I, and we were saying that he is like yeah. one of the better jobbers we've seen yeah, exactly. in the last couple of years. <laughs> and, and I feel bad because we, we were knocking on him for a little bit, but we were like, you know what? He's actually doing a good job. So good for yeah. him. Good so for good him. for him. Congratulations, yeah. Leon Ruff. And that's all I have for the news this week. On to the rumors. All right. So rumors, and I got a lot of it. Uh, there's talk of uh, Randy Orton possibly winning the title from Drew McIntyre to set up a future match for the WWE Championship with Edge. Oh, no. Yeah. I was with you all the way up until you said with <laughs> Edge. Because I don't mind Randy winning the title, but you know, to face I don't Edge again? Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't mind. But I think what they're looking at as far as having Orton win is because we don't know when Edge is coming back. Yeah. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of speculations out there, but we don't know exactly when he's coming back. Um, now, I'm assuming his projected time to come back is WrestleMania. Yeah. So, with the storyline with uh, Randy, he can either cost Randy a match but not lose the title or or something. I, I don't oh, know. Oh no, I just this thought right about here, it. Or give Edge right, the Rumble oh, win. And then the Rumble, yes. Oh no. But see the thing of it is they can't announce when Edge is coming back. No, they don't. can't keep it a surprise because the pop that they had at the Royal Rumble with him, it could very well happen again. But don't spoil it. If you spoil it, oh Edge is coming back in a couple weeks. You're spoiling it. It's not a surprise, and and that's the one thing I say. Or a lot of wrestling is doing that now, because they want people to tune in. Is is the is the surprise factor? It's like, come on, man. Um, I thought, and I was with you too with this rumor of having Randy win, and I don't mind Randy winning for which is odd that we both are saying. Yeah, that. it's crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because. I was uh, think when I first heard this, I was like, okay, good, because then that way Drew can have his moment again, but this time in front of a crowd. Yep. And then when they threw in Edge, I was like, oh, it was a wah, wah, wah. Anyway, uh, WWE is thinking about running SummerSlam outdoors. They have been talks about doing it at a beach or a boat. I'm all for the boat, honestly. I think the boat would be better, yeah. I, with the beach, it's kind of going to be reminiscent to Bash at the Beach and all that yeah. shit. So. Now, let me ask you this. Is the boat going to be docked or is it going to be running? Because mm. <laughs> like if it's running, cruise. I'm not for it, bro. Like, <laughs> this is 2020, man. You don't you know, what, know what sea monster is going to come so, out of the ocean. 
the thing of it is, if this boat's going to be running, somebody's going overboard. <laughs> oh, my the God. sad part. Somebody is going overboard. Oh, my Lord. All right. Uh, WWE is more likely to run a Evolution 2 before the end of 2020, as uh, many inside the company are considering it a no-brainer. I'm for now, it. I'm for it, too. We've been saying that. Hey, when y'all going to do the all-women pay-per-view again? Um, my thing is this. 2020 has not been a good year. I'd say give it a break. <laughs> Wait till next year. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Ember Moon will be back. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, this year I wish there was a reset button to start all over because this is this year. No, 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 no. We don't want to reset because we reset. We gotta do this shit all over again. No. We need a no, fast forward. We, <laughs> we need a fast forward through this shit. Oh man! Sometimes I wish I can just sleep until New Year's. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so uh, several people in WWE, you're going to find this one interesting, right? Several people in WWE are chewing Vince's ear off with praises for Tessa Blanchard and encouraging Oof. him to sign her. Oof. Yeah. Oof, that's tough. I don't know. I don't know, Vince. That's one time I think Vince shouldn't listen. Mm. I, I don't think. Why you, you know, say that? She's trouble. She's yeah. trouble. That attitude is trouble. Not mm-hmm. to say that Vince can't handle her, because I think he well, would. He can. He can. Um, if anybody can, I think it's him. Um, now, uh, being yeah. that you said that, though, um, well, for instance, the guys in the back, the locker room leader, you know, I, I'm talking before the pandemic, was Roman Reigns. Uh, you got out, you stepped out of line, you get out of place. He was the one that put you in place. With the women, who was that? Charlotte? Yep, absolutely. You think when Charlotte's going to approach her, if she does something wrong, them two are going to scrap. Oh, yeah. She's going to scrap. I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. She is trouble. Trouble on the back. Um, speaking of Charlotte, uh, her surgery, she just had surgery, I think, a couple days ago. So she's going to yes. be back for a while. She won't be back for SummerSlam. Nope. Uh, I don't know when she's going to be back, but it's not. she won't be there for SummerSlam. So, but either way. If they sign her and she goes there now, okay, what happens when Charlotte comes back and she oh, acts up? Yeah, that's, yeah. What's going to happen? You're right. You're right about on that. But what about as far as signing her goes? I mean, right now, the, the smart thing you can definitely do is you can bring her back. You can bring her in, team her up with Charlotte, and they go after Bailey, mm. Sasha, and they could come off as their best friends. And then if Becky comes back, now we got a little trifecta right there. Mm. You know? You build the four horsemen. Four yeah. horse women. Sorry. Yeah. For sure. That would be interesting. It would be. That would be interesting. But only if uh, she gets her attitude checked out. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I Honestly, I would love to see her in WWE. She was at the women's, uh, that women's tournament. Yeah. She lost. Um, she lost. Yeah. <laughs> She did lose. But the th- what's odd is that a lot of, of the people in the back, the higher-ups, really liked her. Yeah. But the minute she was being troubled in the back, I was like, eh, see you later. And then look what happened, though. She kind of elevated herself. Oh, absolutely. And now they're probably looking at it as, hmm, maybe we should have kept her. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? 
I it's funny because speaking of Tessa Blanchard, um, I reported a couple weeks ago that uh, Tony Khan wants nothing to do with her. Uh-huh. But then, uh, ever since WWE has been in the picture, now all of a sudden I heard too that they're considering uh, bringing her in because there's a women's tournament they're doing. Yep. So they're considering bringing her in. So we'll see. Interesting. And and there's a reason why I said that because if you missed AEW this past week, Zack Ryder, woo woo woo, Matt Cardona was previously on AEW, which we're going to talk about later on. Um, but check this out: uh, the deal, his current deal, is only working five appearances with the company, so they don't know if that's going to change or he, it's. Just a short-term deal. They're not sure yet, but the, the the what they have on table right now is for him to make five appearances. All right. So I, I, that's I, who that's, cares. Honestly, <laughs> who Jesus. the fuck cares? Rick, you're friends with his father. Who cares? <laughs> and, and you know what? And I'll tell his father because I'm not friends with him. Fucking Miguel Cole was friends with oh, him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fucking guy. <laughs> yes, he's, he he was my best friend until TJ Logan came into uh, my life. Is this like a bromance or what's happening? It, it may be more than that. Whoa. Tony. <laughs> what did you guys do? I, I, I can't tell you. I got pictures, though. That I want to see. That I want to see. see. <laughs> Put it on our Facebook page, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. And the reason why I brought that up and with the Tessa Blanchard is because Tony Khan might do something similar like that with Tessa Blanchard. Okay. And just to keep her away from WWE. Yeah, but that's not going to work because, okay, she makes her five appearances. People are going to want her to stay. They're not going to want her to leave. That's true. But it could work into a long-term deal. It could. But knowing Tessa Blanchard the way I know her, like I know her, um, <laughs> she would, me. she would, she would take that, uh, that those five days, those five appearances, and then say, "Fuck you guys, we're going to WWE." <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> you just got me a better contract with WWE. Like, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. All right, that's all I got for the uh, uh, rumors. Wait, uh, I got this thing on Excalibur. What are we gonna talk about? Uh, we'll talk about it after this okay sure all right so uh <laughs> injury um Injuries. tony diaz like ran right all over mine uh charlotte yeah, did have successful have surgery <laughs> she did have successful surgery um they didn't yeah. say what the surgery was that. on but wwe did want her to be an ago. on air uh and making appearances and just to be like working and uh she said no and you know what? I think Charlotte does need the time off. She needs the she time does. away. We've been saying it for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And she just needs to take care of herself, you know? Um, um, get your dad out of there. <laughs> and just take care of yourself. Um, you know, watch your, you watch your man on TV every week. <laughs> and just take care of yourself, Charlotte. We, we, we do miss you, but you know what? You needed a break. and uh, She does. She, she deserved it. Um, yeah. Now... Um, if you want to do the hot tag, or you want to talk about a little bit about Excalibur. Um, 
I'll talk. We'll talk about the Excalibur thing now. Sure, um, Excalibur. Um, yeah. uh, commentator for AEW. Uh, in his past, in his wrestling days, uh, dropped the N word a couple of times, um, and it was to get cheap heat. And um, I mentioned this on the Recipe OB Global Show uh, on, that was on yesterday, Friday. Uh, me, TJ Logan, and Elio all agreed that this was just disturbing and it was just not okay. Um, TJ Logan put it out there that if it was agreed upon, then it's not as bad. But it, and I voiced that it's still bad um, yeah. because that man that was in the ring does not speak on behalf of all black people. Mm-hmm. So just because he accepts it doesn't mean that it should be said. And, um, for me, as a Latino, if you was to say a derogatory name mm-hmm. for a Hispanic, I'm not going to be part of that program. Yeah. And if someone would suggest to me that, you know what, I'm going to call you this to get some heat. Fuck mm-hmm. you. I don't want to work with you. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Right. What, right. What, what's your well, thoughts and what, what's, what do you have behind it? Now, I wouldn't go as far as saying I wouldn't work with the guy. Okay. But I would because because you you got to remember we're in this time right now where just about everything is being offended. Okay. Whether it's good, whether it's people that's been doing this for a while or whatever. And do I agree with it? I agree with some. I, I don't agree with a lot. Um, in this case, if somebody did come up to me and approach me and said, "Hey, why don't I do this and this and that and da da da," I would be like, "Listen, no, I'm not comfortable with that." Why would you even come up with that? To get cheap heat? We can do something else so that way you can get cheap heat. Um, because then that way I'm educating this dude and letting him know, dude, I'm not cool with it. Yes. Because if we don't do that and we just come out and say, well, I'm never working with this guy again or this guy again because they said that, that, that they probably don't know because they're ignorant. They probably don't know because, I'm sorry to say, I was part of that ignorance too when I was a teenager by yeah. using the... the you know, again, these are just words that we're using. We're not meaning anything by it. But I used to say retarded a lot. Yeah. And saying that now, is that really acceptable? No, no. it's not. It's not. Am I, was I part of that group of, of ignorance? We all were. Because we all yeah. said it like if it was nothing. Same thing with fag and same thing with a lot of words, choice words, that are not acceptable now. But they were acceptable back then. So, but let's just say, for instance... Uh, my ignorance was still calling people retarded or saying fag or whatever. And I came up and I said, what if I called you retarded? Of course, you would be offended. But, I, w- you know, your part of it would be to say, hey, look, you do realize that's really not nice to say, right? Yeah. What do you mean? I've been saying it all my life. Okay, I understand that. But we're in a different age now where using that word is really, really offensive, dude. Because you don't know me from Adam, and then you come out. If you come out and tell me I don't ever want to work with you again, or I'm not, or telling the promoter that, and I'm going to be confused. Why? I didn't say anything wrong. Yeah. Because those words were always embedded in my brain when I was a teenager as being acceptable. Mm -hmm. So if you're not the one that's going to explain it to me, I'm going to go to somebody else and say, "Hey, listen, I got a good way to get you," and I'm going to do it again. But Tony, this is why. If you don't come out and say, "Hey, dude." That's really offensive, man. I'm not comfortable with that, number one. Number two, that's just things we don't say anymore, man. This ain't the, you know, this, this is a whole new thing that we're dealing yeah. with. But, like, so. this is what I where I take it. Um, 
if he didn't, if that person doesn't think it's offensive, they're not coming to you with it to get cheap heat. You know, if they like, I'm not gonna say a word to you that no one's gonna understand or no one's gonna get to get heat. I'm gonna come. I'm coming to come at you with an offensive word so I can get the heat. Yeah. That's the problem, and that's why we call it cheap heat because anybody. And like anybody can say anything. Like Taz, I hate Taz's promos because he thinks mm-hmm. because he curses, it, it, it gets yeah. heat. Yeah, MVP, <laughs> MVP, he says words like chump and and, yeah. and, and you're dumb. And it's just like it doesn't work with me. Yeah. Or thought and stuff like that. Like thought. you don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. say these things. Yeah. Like for me, the psychology of a great promo and stuff like that is getting into your opponent's head, getting the fans to hate you. Without having to say derogatory words, without having to curse, there are times when you can curse, when you're really enraged, you son of a bitch, I'm coming for you, I'm coming for your family, I'm coming for you, like, yeah, when it's a really hostile environment, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) But at the end of the day, well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that, Um, but at the end of the day, this this little promo that Excalibur was doing, that was the that is the lowest of heats. That is, is. what's worse yeah. than cheap, because I, I, this is like off brand knockoff heat. Yeah, like, yeah. And, like, and, and uh, I tell you, I'm not gonna disagree with that. I'm not at all. Um, this was done what 15 years ago. Yeah, I think somewhere around there. So I'm not defending it. I really am not. But. I did dig into this, and a friend of mine that knows the guy that those words were being said to, uh-huh. he was behind it all. Nah. Not saying it was right. Not saying that it, I'm not. No, like of I said, not. I'm not saying that this was defended, being defended, but he didn't want his name to be out there either. So I'm going to respect that. Um, but the guy actually came out because he reached out to him and said to him about all this that was going on and he was like dude i was the one that told him to say it (laughs) i was just like jesus christ so he went on to twitter and this is what he said on twitter he said that it uh he was told he was the one that told excalibur to use the slur on him to get heat from the crowd it's much to do about nothing that's not true i'm sorry just because this guy tells you to say that doesn't Excalibur has a brain. Does Excalibur, Exc- Excalibur doesn't have a brain of his own? It says, yeah. "Dude, that's crossing a line." Yeah. No, which which I agree. I really do agree with all of it. it it's, no, that's that's you know what? And honestly, you know, for me being a Latino, I hate the word "spit." I yeah, hate that absolutely. word. I, you will never hear me, except for now. But you will never hear me use that term in jest. I will never, out of the blue, come out and say that. Yeah. Okay, I will because that is a very offensive word. If you don't know what spick means, look it up. If you want me to private message you privately, just email us on our Facebook page and I will explain it to you what the true meaning behind that means. But the N word, okay, for me it's another offensive word. But if you want people to stop saying that, you need to stop saying it your damn self. And I'm talking about POCs, people of, of color. Because I've, I'm sorry, I grew up in the Bronx. Rick, you're in Brooklyn. I'm yeah. pretty sure you hear that word like 20 to 50 times a day. Oh, of course. 
Okay, so if it's really that offense, and you got to remember too, there are dumb, ignorant people out there that hear it in the rap songs, that hear it in just, that hear it in conversations, that hear it in movies. If you want that word to be so, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, offensive, that uh -huh. you don't want people to say it, then don't say it your damn selves. That's the that's the one bottom. You want all this shit to stop? Start with yourself, because if you're the one that's always saying that damn word, then you're part of the problem, too. This guy, and, you know, I'm not going to say the person's name again, but this guy that said that he was the one that told him to say it, you're part of that problem, too. As much as it's Excalibur, because he was probably the ignorant one to be like, okay, I'll say that, sure, that sounds great, you just gave me permission. Fucking idiot. But the other guy that told him to say it is a fucking bigger idiot too. Absolutely. You guys, you guys want all this shit to stop. Start with that. Because if you're the one that's always saying it too, but you don't like it when somebody else says it, you're part of that goddamn problem too. Just don't say it. If you hear somebody else say it, confront them and be like, yo, you know that's a little offensive, right? Well, that's just the way I talk. Maybe you need to change that shit. Because nowadays, that's a very offensive word. Yeah. If you don't want the people of other colors saying that word, then you shouldn't be saying that shit your goddamn self. They were both wrong in doing this. Excalibur, what happens to him? I don't know. Should he fire be fired? his ass? Absolutely. It, um, Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no there's no excuse for it. There is no there excuse isn't. for it. And you know what? I am one of those people that if black people want to say it all the power to you. Go ahead, say it. Um, I don't. I, I, I my I think problem. That's asinine. I especially when they get offended when somebody else says it. it makes no, no sense. I get it. I understand, but it's not my fight. The fight I have is when somebody wants to be ignorant enough. And like I said, that guy in the ring, he doesn't speak for all black people, so he doesn't get to you give don't. permission to people to say th those things. And Excalibur fired, absolutely fired. Mm -hmm. Anybody else at any corporate job, so at any you job, just, you just said he doesn't give permission for him to say that word. Uh, then who does? Who gives that permission then? Nobody it should does. Be nobody. No, it should be nobody. No, I, I agree with you. Not just him. It should be everybody. Yes. It don't matter I, who the fuck you are. No, okay? and I agree with that. Nobody should be given that permission. Period. Exactly. Even if you use that word yourself, y'all need to check yourself. Period. Check yourself, because I'm sorry to say I've never used that spick word until now on the show. Yeah. I've never used that word in a conversation. I've no. never used that word in any promos. I've never used that word to tell somebody to call me that. Hell no. But that's Hell the thing, no. Tony. Ignorance and racism and stuff like that does not belong in a wrestling promotion. It don't. Any any kind of promo that you're doing does not recall does not require you to say those words. Yeah, and but think of it this way: there's always going to be somebody out there, which is unfortunate. Like, and I'll give you another prime example. And I, I think I mentioned this on the show a few episodes ago, a long time ago. That one uh, black dude, uh, he goes by the N-word taker. Yeah, hmm. ridiculous. Seriously. So, how is the ring announcer supposed to announce you? Is he going to be held accountable for that? I would not even call if his name. You're getting paid to do a job. How are you going to handle that situation? Unfortunately, I can't do this. <laughs> You're going up against that dude. You got to cut a promo. How are you going to call out his name? 
I'll do everything so you, in my power you, not to. You see what I'm saying, though? No, I I understand. You this put people in the corner is with, this. with this yeah. for what? For yeah. cheap heat? Yeah. He's doing it to himself. He's doing Absolutely. this to get attention. Yep. So now other people, not of color, I'm talking about white people. How are they supposed to respond to this when they say his name? They're saying that's his name. What else do you want me to call him? <laughs> that's why indie wrestling needs to be monitored, and they need to how? prevent people how? How? from how doing is indie, anything. How is Don't give him a job. Monitored. How? That but, Taker but dude, he should not have a job. He, he should. He absolutely right. He should not. Have, if I was a promoter and absolutely. I owned the show. And he comes out and he's like, hey, can I be on your show? All right, what's your name? What's your character? I'm the N-word taker. I'm like, have a nice day. See you later. I don't want that. But there's always some knucklehead out there, some yep. backyarder promoter. And, yeah, I said it because I've never liked backyard wrestling, and I never will. But there's always that backyarder that will say, we'll take you. <laughs> it's true. All it's right. true. Well, Let's jump on into our our hot tag news this week. Uh, The new Nation of Domination. Should they reform the Nation of Domination or should they just stay as the Hurt Business? Mm -hmm. Um, I'll tell you this right now. MVP doesn't want that. MVP went on and discussed and said, no, I I want something new. The Nation of Domination, they did their thing. Mm -hmm. And we all and they all became superstars out of that. But I don't want to take the Nation of Domination and revamp them. No, of course not. I want to make the Hurt Business the business. And I have to agree with them. And I normally don't agree with MVP. No, you don't. Um, This is absolutely right. Um, Nation of Domination was great for the time. Um, And I think the Hurt Business is going to do just as good if they stay on the right track. Depends on who they got. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, it depends on who they got. And it doesn't have to be an all black faction. No. Um the Nation of Domination wasn't even all black. They had Owen Hart. No. No. Um and I say that because a lot of people were complaining on online about oh, this is gonna be all black. Like, no guys. Mm-hmm. And and if it was, it's fine. You know? So um but no, I, I agree with MVP totally. Do not form a new nation of domination. Um stay as you are the hurt business, there yeah. are some changes that I would tweak to it. Like um, what? Uh, MVP. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so who would be the manager type then? I would want MVP. I want MVP to be the manager type. I don't want him wrestling. No, right, right, right. And he's on okay. my screen too much on Monday nights. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like if he was just the manager type, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, Shelton Benjamin is in the right spot. Uh, Bobby Lashley is in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about bringing in somebody like uh, Ricochet and uh, Cedric, the Entertainer? I would have them. I I love them <laughs> feuding against them. I do too. I I, I do think, dig that. I think that. I is think you add cool. Apollo. Mm. Uh, I think you, you know what though. I think Apollo's too much of a baby face to fit in that group. That's. They've been That's trying to problem. remember over like the last year. Turn, yeah. Over the last year, they've been trying to turn him into a heel, mm-hmm. but that smile is, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. He, it's just something yeah. about it where it's I'm just like turned off by it. Um, there's other people, I guess, that would I'd fit into that group. Kevin Owens. Kevin, I was just about to say that. Okay, great minds take a lie. Kevin <laughs> Owens would definitely 
definitely fit into that group. You yep. know? Oh, hell yeah, for sure. Dolph? Uh, here, what do you think about Dolph? Dolph. Dolph would, actually. He could, yeah, I can see Dolph that. and Shelton will do too. as good as a tag team. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Whoa, wow. We I should be agree. fucking writers. Damn. We say that all the time. It never happens, but we should be. <laughs> AJ Fazali. He says, a new nation? Absolutely not. However, make it a modern version of the Dangerous Alliance. MVP has a modern-day Paul Heyman with a collection of talent. That's That sounds like what we were coming up with just now with Dolphin Kevin Owens joining. Sounds exactly what we just said. Uh, Clay Cummins again. Man, this guy's busy. Don't you have a baby on the way? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, I could see it, but think think about this. Big E is wanting to make a singles run. That's uh, that's great. So what if he went to Raw, turned heel, and formed a nation of domination with these guys? He could be easily like The Rock. Got the mic skills. He's young, and his he's not that young, is he? I don't, I don't know. Think so. Well, you do the birthdays. I mean, <laughs> when it comes up. <laughs> you think uh, I go I, around memorizing birthdays the whole year? Oh, yeah. It's I Ric Flair's 79th birthday. Yeah. Well, Ric uh, Flair's born on February 25th. <laughs> See? How did I know that? Because it's your fucking birthday. <laughs> Damn. Blew it for me. Um, uh, he's got the mic skills. He's young, and he has the talent. And he has the talent. This team could be based around Big E and get the singles push. I think it would be a, I think it would be great. You know what? This is the first time I'm going to disagree with him. Wow. Yes. I don't think adding Big E would be a good idea, number one. Number two, I don't think... Um, they it would be based around him. You can't because, for me, honestly, the Nation of Domination beforehand, they never. It wasn't really based on one person until later on. Yeah, it was a collective thing to where Farouk or Ron Simmons was the leader, and you knew he was the leader. Then all of a sudden, The Rock was starting to shine, and then look what happened. Yeah. And then there was a lot of tension, and then he kind of slid out. Owens came in. Um, Owens, uh, Owen Hart came in. And, you know, there, there was a lot of mix to it where not one person really shined no, exactly. until they did that part of it, which I really appreciate. So I think this is going to be the first time I disagree with him. Wow. Yeah. So it should so name your baby after me. So, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Novak, speaking of babies. Uh, it was very, it's very current, but go, could go either way with the general perception of the idea. Would WWE be just inviting hate towards the company from turning a political thing into a storyline? That's true. Interesting. I kind of dig, I, I, I dig what he said. When did he have time to, to comment? Because he's got a cross <laughs> of babies. <laughs> Jesus, man. But uh, no, he's kind of right. He's kind of right. Um, but but like what you said though earlier, that MVP was against this, and it could be because of that. But he's trying yeah. to do his own twist on it. Makes sense. I, th- no, I think. I get you. I, I think that's the route they need to go to stay away from nation, stay away from the nation domination. I say don't, there's no room for it in my opinion. Keep. I like the stable. I like the name Hurt Business. I think that is really cool. Um, but don't change it. You got Shelton Benjamin, which that came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. 
and it's cool. What about Rod uh, R Truth joining uh, in? No, nah. Too comical. Too comical. He, there's no going back. Yeah, but see, if you look back on the old R Truth, he was a good heel. He was. He was a good heel. But you he know, no, you know what? I think you're right. Only because he's been doing this comical face gimmick for so long, it's going to be hard to take him serious. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's it's like when Eddie Murphy tries to do a serious role, it it'll be hard to take him, even though he can knock it out of the park. Eddie Murphy is one of the greatest actors out there ever. I grew up watching him, but it's hard to watch because he, I, you know, I'll throw Tom Hanks out there. Tom Hanks did a lot of comedy, and when he was doing these dramatic roles, it was hard at first to try yeah. to get to take him serious. It really was. He knocked it out the park also, but it was still hard. I think with with our truth, it would be the same thing. Right. I think with our truth, he's been doing this goofy gimmick for so long. You put him all of a sudden, he's serious just like that. It's gonna be kind of hard to take him serious. That's like that's like the bushwhackers going back to what they Ooh. used to do. I agree, but I think they could. They I think they would be able to do it. Wow, I really do. I really do. Yeah, the, it's it's the circumstance, I guess. That's hard. It's hard to do. You you really can imagine the bushwhackers going from licking people's foreheads back to the sheep herders. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes. You know what? Because, Tony has lost his mind. They they were a really badass. You know when they, they were, were. The sheep herders. They were. They were nasty. They were a nasty team. Yes. They were every almost every time they had a match, there was blood. There was blood. And then when they were the bushwhackers, it was spit. Yeah. And licking. A lot of licking. There was a lot of licking there. Speaking of a lot of licking, we've been doing this for a long time now. So Mm -hmm. we're going to take a pause pause. for the cause and uh, come back with This Week in Wrestling. And we'll be right back after this. What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to CollarNoblebrand.com. Save yourself 10% today by using promo code WPOV. Anything you buy on CollarNoblebrand.com, you can get 10% off by using our promo code WPOV. Yeah. Also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and get yourself a t-shirt for $19.99. Plus shipping and handling, of course. We have three Wrestling POV podcast shirts up there. And we have one Wrestling POV global shirt that you don't want to miss out on. It's a great, great shirts for $19.99. Um, even TJ Logan has a little uh, thing going on. If you purchase a shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOVPodcast and you take a picture of yourself wearing that shirt, you will be entered into a raffle. And within that raffle, if your name gets selected, you will be a guest on WPOV Quarantine. What? And if you purchase a WPOV Global shirt... And you get selected, you will be a guest on WPOV Global. And you guys can talk with them on the second half. Okay. You can talk on the second half of that show uh, with AEW. And you just discuss AEW with them. And you know what, Tony? Bingo. I'm going to throw this out there for our fans. Mm-hmm. You purchase a WPOV podcast shirt, take a picture. You could be on a show of Wrestling POV Podcast with 
Rick Serrano the third, and Tony Diaz and Miguel Cole. Um, <laughs> nobody wants to be on this show. Wow. Jesus wow. 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 Right? ProWrestlingTeam.com slash Wrestling POV Podcast. Buy a fucking shirt. All right. So, so, so whoever buys a shirt uh-huh. and they take a picture of it. Uh-huh. Wearing the shirt. Wearing the shirt. And we pick who uh-huh. what? How, how are we picking this? They look we're good. Gonna, we, they're going to be entered into the contest, okay. into a raffle. And then we're going to pick the name out the hat. And if they're wearing a global shirt, they'll be on WPOV Global. If they're wearing a wrestling POV podcast shirt, they'll be on our show. And we'll also have another raffle for quarantine where they can talk with other wrestlers. Like Wait, so Tony they're going to be on our show? Yeah, they could be on our show. Why not? Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. We'll give them a little segment. Okay. A small, se- <laughs> a small segment. Yeah, that would Maybe be cool. Maybe give them the birthday shout-outs. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah, so let's get into this week in wrestling. Uh, right, Monday this, Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. My goodness. All right. Um, the highest moment for me, and uh, yeah, I really like this match. I'm sorry. It was Andrade and Garza versus the Viking Raiders and Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a three and a half. I was okay. glued to this match. I don't know why. Everything was flowing. That was such a good flow in this match. I was like, okay, I dig it. This was pretty cool. Uh, the lowest point I had, and it's odd because we talked about this, and yet it's one of my lowest. It's um, Nijax and Shayla Baszler. Uh, just the little squash schmas they had. Um, I gave it a one and a half because I thought that we were really going to have a match, but then afterwards I was kind of like, okay, I, I know what they're doing. Uh, Rick, we talked about this. Off, yes, we did. Uh, and and uh, I was explaining to you. No, yeah. That, I, I mean, I was disgusted by it. I called you yeah. right, up right away, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck was that? And you went <laughs> and explained. Go ahead. So I explained it to you because these guys, gals, they really have legit heat with each other. So when you look at two people who has legit heat and they do shit like this, then you know it's real. Um, yeah, these two, they do. Uh, we'll see what happens when they have the match. This was probably a thing to where either Vince or whoever, uh, is the locker room leader says, you know what? Y'all take that shit out there and let it out. They probably did. Um, and you can see it too, because, uh, Nia no sold at one point, Shayna no sold at one point. And then I, if you look back at it again, there was one point where the ref told Shayna something, and then Shayna did it right away. Very sloppy, but she did it right away. So yeah. somebody told the ref to tell them to knock the shit off because then all of a sudden it kind of looked like a wrestling match. Kind of. And I say kind of, but they still were going at it. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure like the ending was all planned out with everybody came out and tried to separate them. But everything else in between that, I, it was all legit because they really – to have legit heat with each other. Whether they settled it or not, I don't know. I think they did. Um, we'll see what happens. At, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a match at SummerSlam. Um, but the other low point I had was Seth's promo again. Ooh. And I blame that on you, Rick, because of the simple <laughs> fact that every time the man talks, 
all I hear is your voice imitating him. And I'm like, I can't take him serious. I just can't. Eye for an eye, <laughs> Seth Rollins. Like, I'm really trying. I am trying really hard to get into his promos, but it's just it's just really hard. Um, the rest of the show, though, there was some good matches, some good storytelling. Um, I, what I appreciate Raw this week was the fact that they were telling stories to lead into SummerSlam, and I appreciate that more than uh-huh. anything. Like, the Angel Garza and Andrade match with the Viking Raiders and Cedric, that told us such a good story. Mm-hmm. And to have Andrade and Garza go up against the Street Profits at SummerSlam was even better. So now we're going to see the little you know mix-ups between them between now and SummerSlam, which I really appreciate. Um, my side notes, though, which is odd, uh, Garza's mismatched boots. You didn't um, like that? It was all right, but it threw me off. I was just like, because it, it looked like he had sneakers on, for one. And I was like, did he forget to put something on? <laughs> but, I mean, but after a while, like, once he took his pants off, which for a grown man to say that about another man is odd. But <laughs> when, <laughs> once he took his pants off, and then I was kind of like, all right, it, it matches. All right, that, that's it's good. Now, my other side note I had, and you guys are going to probably think that there's something wrong with me. But I think a good idea for Dominic, because I'm sorry to say, he's a good-looking kid. Good-looking kid. And I'm, he's okay. He's a good-looking kid. He looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Are you a kidding me? A little bit. <laughs> a Spanish version of it. But here we, this is, I thought of this idea when, when he went and attacked Seth with the stick and they were trying to beat him up and da-da-da. I think, and this is a little... You guys are going to be shocked at what I'm going to say. But I think a very good storyline for this right now, and they got to do this sooner rather than later, is where they do something to where Seth burns Dominic's face to make him, to force him to start wearing a mask. If if they're trying to get this to where he's going to follow in Ray's footsteps, I think something like this... As far as like him, that or no, I don't want to say acid. That's a little overkill, but like a burned face or something. Uh, so that way he, it'll force him into wearing a mask now until the day he retires. Because then nope, everybody's gonna be curious. What does he look like under there? He's, he's got a burnt face. Oh my god, da da da. Yeah. This and that. Which he's not. But I just like I was looking at this. I'm like Jesus Christ. This would have been perfect. So because then that way it forces him to wear a mask. Okay. And he no, can that's follow a great idea. For, uh, he can follow his dad's footsteps, you know? Yeah. So, I, like I said, I was just thinking, I don't know why. But, you know, but was, um, it was actually, the reason why I came up with that is because I was trying to figure out a way, what would be the best way for, because all I can think about is that they want him to follow in Ray's footsteps. Yeah. So if that's the case and you want to put him in a mask, and then, like I said, these thoughts were just running in my head, and I'm like, all right, set his face on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's it, all it, I can think of. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Dominic because I want to put something of Dominic's in the book. Uh oh. Um, What's that? And it's Dominic's father's pants. Um, <laughs> Dominic is about six foot tall, I would say, and Ray's about five, five, five. Um, Dominic, you need to stop wearing your father's pants. They're, they're a little tight. Just a little bit. So, uh, Dominic's father's pants, you just made the buck! Wow. So, all right, well, there's that. Uh, (laughs) Overall, I gave Raw a 2.10 this week. Okay, all right, interesting. 
but stupid. Um, I would have to say <laughs> my highest point for me was Buddy Murphy defeating Carrillo. Humberto Carrillo. I gave it a three. Um, I thought it was a really great match. Um, and also there's a little rumor out there that's saying that uh, Murphy attacking Aleister Black and messing up his eye was to recreate a, recreate, or create a yeah. new character for Aleister Black. Did you see Black. the picture of Aleister? Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Um, but it's also... For those listening, it's a it's a picture of Alistair where he's got half his face like in a shadow, a little bit darkened. It's not too dark, and it's got like blood coming out the eye, but also has a devil horn on the yeah. side. Oh, like Jesus! And um, change. also that whole thing with with Alistair Black was also to put a little uh, dividence between Seth and Buddy, just in yeah. case that Rey Mysterio doesn't get his contract signed. So yeah. that will be the match for SummerSlam. Yeah. So um, that's a little rumor that I took from you. Um, my other high point was Randy Orton's promo in the beginning. I gave that a three as well. I thought I'm th- Randy Orton right now is riding a very, very high. He's one yeah, of the best is. in the business right now. Um, yeah. I would say I he's second to Sasha and Bailey, actually. Oh, in, okay. In, in, Performance. Now, is that um, the reason why we both said that we wouldn't mind if he won the title? Yeah, that I, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Oh, wow. But you know what I had a problem with with Raw? Is after Randy Orton cuts this great promo, you send Nia Jax out there to cut a promo. Yeah, what was up with that? But they that did was, it like, in, yeah, that was just weird. Right after the other, and it was garbage. Nia yeah. Jax pretends to be a bad guy. I think yeah. she, uh, in real life, I think she's a bad person. I, that's just... My take on it. I don't think she's a genuinely nice person. Um, but the way she talks was like she was reading a script. And it's terrible. Yeah. I gave that a one. But my lowest point of the night was Nia Jax against Shayna Baszler. Gave that a point five. It was absolute trash. Um, honorable mentions for trash. The VIP lounge. Ali should not be talking. I'm sorry. Well, Ali did not a good promo though. No, not by him. Yes. No. That was no. a good promo for Ali. No. For him? For Ali. It was good. Okay. For Ali. But, but it was definitely not Give good for me. Break. Um <laughs> overall I gave Raw a one point eight this week. Wow. Um up next is NXT POV Mamma Mia. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. NXT kicked off in a high gear. I thought uh, Io Shirai and Tegan Knox defeating Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai was great. I gave it a three. Um, I don't like that Candice LeRae or Tegan Knox was in this match. Yeah. But Io Shirai, I was saying when this match started, I said Io got to do something with her character. Like this, just it's just like she can't mm-hmm. just be a wrestler. But then the way she wrestled, I was like, no, she can. This <laughs> this was a great <laughs> match. It was a great showing from Io Shirai because it's like. Yeah. Some people need to be able to balance and be able to do both to be great. I don't think she needs to be good on the mic and have good promos because mm-hmm. that's how great she is in the ring. And I was taken aback by that. I was just like, you know what? She doesn't have to do that. She's just that good <laughs> in the ring. Like yeah. Everything she did was great. Uh, I like this Dakota Kai um, trying to be on her own. I'm not a fan of Rhea Ripley throwing herself in the mix. I really mm-hmm. wish it was just Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai. I don't like um, her dye job either. Yeah, that, that that's not looking good either. You don't have to be Charlotte. 
Yeah. You know, just you stay want, with Yeah, you, you're complaining that people were, were comparing, comparing you to Charlotte, to, but yet yep. you dye your hair blonde. And um, I did have to say, I did like Undisputed Era backstage, Kyle Riley. Uh, that was a. You wanted. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, lowest point for me uh, was Keith Lee's promo. And I gave it a point. I gave it a point really? five. Point five. He didn't have to say bullshit. And he didn't have to say it twice. I said it. You don't have to curse to get heat. You don't have to yeah, curse the, to get but, people but behind thing, you. But the difference is, is that Keith Lee never cursed before. But his Keith promos, Lee, his promos were always like, mm, so you, take, you know, all that other shit, you know. Yeah, so but this in this was a case, Keith Lee, we saw. Yeah, but in this case, he was just looking like a bulldog. He was like, oh man, trying to show his angry face. He looked like he had to take a shit. This was the way I was looking at it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then Cameron Grimes comes out. Ha! I'm Cameron Grimes, what you down know, about? Like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and it was so bad that it even ruined uh, Scarlet coming out. And I, don't, I don't think it did. It, it was it bad. I, I'm not behind Keith Lee anymore. I, I'm, I'm even sorry that I convinced you and converted you into liking <laughs> Keith Lee. <laughs> and, and you know oh. what? I had a problem with this whole show, honestly. NXT overall got a 1.4. This week, it was bad. And I'm going to tell you this. Imperium hasn't been on the show in fucking months. And yeah. that's what you do? Ever rise? <laughs> and now we're going to get a rematch with Undisputed Era? Come on. That is not what we need to see. Undisputed Era should not be going for the tag titles to be four-time champs. If they yeah. win, they'll be four-time champs. No way. Uh-uh. Wow. And, uh, wow. yeah, uh, and uh, and and then Loomis, you give Dexter Loomis the win, really? He beat Finn Balor and Thatcher. You're killing Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher in that in that one match. And I'm I'm sorry to say this, Dexter Loomis. Like I'm trying very very hard to be behind this character. People are Tony fans are behind this dude. I like, know, but for me, it's like I get it. They're trying to make him look like a serial killer, but it, to me, they're making him look like a pervert. That one promo, yeah, <laughs> he's in the dark and the, the back torture and artist. Come on, and he's it, just it, staring. I'm like, dude, that's so perverted. Tony, he passed out. He passed out. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, that's ridiculous, especially on the run that Thatcher has been on. I, I, like I said, though, I'm trying very, very hard. To get behind this character, and it's just not there. It's no. just not there. All right, so what's it's your take there. on NXT this week? Uh, NXT for me, and you're going to be shocked with this. The highest point for me was the Isaiah Scott Swerve versus Jake Adams. Oh, God. I gave it a three. I, I'm not for behind some this reason, guy. I, I'm not either, but the match itself, I was entertained by. Um, and that was the highest. The lowest point for me it was Shotzi Blackheart versus Mercedes Martinez. Again, I, I loved her entrance. I loved her getup, but there was just something off about this match. This I was match, like, yeah. You know what? I apologize. That is not the lowest point. The lowest point was Gargano versus Roderick Strong. That was bad, too. This was a very sloppy match. Yes, it was. Very sloppy. I was like, Jesus Christ, for two pros in NXT... 
for two guys who outshines a lot of people in NXT, this match was sloppy. To me, it looked like these guys were trying to get their shit in as much as they can. Uh-huh. And they fucked it up. I gave it yep. a one. Um, for me, that was the lowest. As far as Keith Lee goes, that was his best promo he's done since he's been there. And let me tell you something. Same goes to Killer Cross or Carrion Cross. No, that was great. That was, that, like was great. Kinda, that was the first kind of full promo he's done. But it was just gold, man. And especially because it wasn't just a normal shot of him. It was oh, like yeah. a shot from like his chin to his freaking eyebrow. Because you know what it is? He has like very villainous eyebrows. I want to say yes. that. Like, like, yes. And the way he moves his eyes and yeah. it, when he talks and his eyebrows go up yeah. while he's talking is just yeah. like. It's a skill. Like, people don't normally raise their eyebrows while yeah. they're talking. You know, it's, it's difficult like to do. It's like with, with, with Hispanics and Puerto Ricans, when they talk, they use their hands all the time. Yeah. <laughs> For him, he uses his eyebrows. <laughs> but you're right, though. But he tells a story also yeah. with his facial expressions and yes. stuff like that. But you know what? Even Scarlett does, too. And she doesn't say any fucking thing. Nothing. Yep. And she still tells a story. It's like, oh, I know what she's saying. I know what it, you know. Yeah. It's, I'm and I was you. behind it. I was behind carrying across, but Keith Lee didn't have to respond. Like they should have cut That's it right true. there. Yeah, Keith Lee no, I agree responding with you on that. at the end was just like you just took away all of that, yeah. all of that fucking yeah. work he just did yeah. to make no, this worthy. You. Like you should have yeah. stayed quiet. You should have just responded next week. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm yep. I, I'm in. Yeah. But I, I also, like I said, I love the way Karrion described the fact of what he did last week, too. Yeah. That was perfect. It was, it was, I'm telling you, I said this last week. I'm going to keep saying this. They, they struck gold with Karrion Cross. Um, overall, I gave NXT a 1.92 this week. Wow. All right. Not it's now greatest, time but... for AEW Dynamite. You can't say that. Oh, we can't. Sorry. Um,. <laughs> Overall, uh, the high point for me for AEW, first of all, I want to say AEW put on a good show. Um, the highest point for me was Kenny Omega and Adam Page defeating the Dark Order, which is shocking. Um, yeah. And I have to say this. It was because of the Dark Order. I what? thought, yeah, Dark Order was really, really good this match. I am, you know, I, I, I messaged TJ Logan after the match, and uh, he was like, oh, yeah, that's because of Kenny Omega and Page, like, like trying to get at me because I'm not behind them, um, and it wasn't because of them. It's all because of the Dark Order and how they put on that match. I thought it was very, very well put. Um, but yeah, I'm not behind Kenny Omega. I, I don't like what he's doing in this in this group. Um, the lowest point for me absolutely has to be the best friends and friends defeating the Inner Circle. I just thought this was. A trash of a match. It was garbage from the beginning to end. Um, I gave it a one. And another part, another one I gave out was the Inner Circle promo. Where once again, you have Sammy Guevara who has to say, he's a son of a bitch. He's a son of a bitch. (laughs) You had nothing. He literally had nothing to say. And that's why, and this is why Jericho is a genius he realized it was shit, so he was like, how do you say that in Spanish? Something as simple as that <laughs> was to get this over because that was yeah. shit. Sammy yeah. Guevara was shit in this promo. And what are they doing with Matt Hardy? 
Matt Hardy was like, he's done with gimmicks and he's going to be yeah. Matthew Hardy. But you do that. Like, what does that have to do with him and Sammy? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I guess he wants to run um, a program with him. Overall, and I do have to say this about uh, Cody and Warhorse. I thought it was a good match. I gave it a 2.5. Uh, Zack Ryder ruined it by coming out. Um, really? There was no reason for the Dark Order to be there. Why would the Dark Order come out for a Cody versus Warhorse match? Like, it makes no sense why the Dark Order would come out for that. And then to have the Dark Order yeah. come out again to fight Omega and Paige. Yeah. And then to say that, and then the, you tell me that Zack Ryder is only there for five appearances? Yeah. That's garbage. Overall, yeah. though, I gave AEW a 2.2. Wow. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Well, for me, the highest point in this was the Inner Circle versus Dirac Express and Best Friends. I gave wow. it a half. I did. I don't know why. I, I thought really it was don't. garbage. I thought I it was, was pretty so good. I, I was entertained. Um, <laughs> now, my thing is, like, they made such a big deal about War Horse, and I didn't see it. I just did not see it. For me, it was like he was the ultimate warrior or the renegade's little cousin trying to <laughs> step in their footsteps. You know, it just didn't work. I, and the thing of it is, is, is that this dude is supposed to be really good in the indies and all this other yeah. stuff. And no, I, I wasn't. Okay, I, I, I was a soul of the character. Follow, yeah. Followers. So what? You know, oh my! It was for me. It was just. Just not. I don't like this whole the 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 um, open challenge thing that Cody's doing. He's bringing people in that nobody knows. Be, and, and now I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but what I am saying is that okay, he brings them in and then we never see them again. Yeah. I'm sorry, we just don't. We just we don't see these guys again. Eddie, what was the guys he had? Kingston. No, he Eddie signed. Kingston. He signed. Oh, he did sign. Well, yeah. hey, good for him. But is he going to be like Abaddon? <laughs> they That's signed her. When was the last time we seen her? Is it just to point. say, yeah, we signed them, just to make themselves look good? Yep. Come on. It's, it's getting ridiculous. I did, I'm sorry. I did pop, though, when Zack Ryder came out. <laughs> I did. I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, all right, good for him. Good for him. Of course, he's going to get buried, but uh, good for him. Uh, the lowest point I had, I'm sorry, and I'm a big fan of this dude, but MJF. You didn't like that. I did not like his promo. I was just so bored with it. And and, and I'm going to tell you why. Because he was reading a script. Okay. But whether it was his or not, he was still reading it. His flow, his promos are better when he just comes off from the top of his head. Even if he wrote this, he still had to read it. And it sounded like he was reading more than coming from the heart like he normally does. Um, AEW this week, though, I gave it a 1.83 this week. Okay. All right. So right now yeah. it is time for the Wednesday Night Delight where mm -hmm. NXT goes head-to-head -head against AEW. NXT is currently ahead 26 to AEW's 13. Wow. Tony, Elio Canella, and TJ Logan both voted in favor of AEW. What wow. is your vote this week? Now, this is going to be odd. Well, not odd, but this is going to be weird. Because for NXT, I gave it a 1.92 this week. Okay. For AEW, I gave it a 1.83. Wow. AEW beat out NXT in the, in the ratings, by the way. Um, but even though 
for me, honestly, the only highest point for NXT, and and <laughs> you're gonna laugh, it was the Keith Lee promo. That was his <laughs> best promo. But but what saved it, what saved it, but kind of ruined at the end because you're right, yeah. was carrying cross. Yeah, absolutely, I it made it that. even better. But you're right, Keith Lee shouldn't have said nothing after that. He shouldn't have responded. Um, so even though I have NXT beating AEW, I'm going with AEW this week. Wow. And you know what? I agree with you. I thought AEW was a good show overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the opening, um, but I thought everything else was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Cameron is back. Yes. <laughs> She's going to be Cameron. teaming up with Vicky uh, Ro- and Rose. Yeah. Somebody call her mama because she's back and everybody. Good for her. Woo. People are coming at her hard, man. But, what? Uh, what do you mean? They don't like her. They say this really? is AEW signs her. She's pinned somebody backwards before, like with the stomach down. She's so. And it's. She said the I'm best sure match. She learned by now. <laughs> and she said that her favorite match was uh, Melina Alicia against Fox. Alicia Fox. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's her favorite match. I mean, what? <laughs> it's because she doesn't know. <laughs> well, with, that, with that being said, hey, it's that she's time. Trying to, she's trying to be relevant again. That's it. It's time for the SmackDown breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought SmackDown was pretty good. Um, um, my. Favorite match of the night had to be AJ Styles defeating Grand Metalik. I gave it a three. I thought it was a wow. really, really good match. Yeah. I Generous. mean, I love the opportunities. And like, let me, let's say this. AJ Styles performs so much better on SmackDown. It has to be the blue ropes. It, ha- it has to be. Because for <laughs> no, some it's, reason. It's because he doesn't like Paul Heyman. <laughs> or he that doesn't. too. And the <laughs> other three I gave out. Listen, man. At the end of the show. I was like, all right, so Nikki Cross pushed Alexa. So what? That that's <laughs> yeah. how that's mm-hmm. how you end SmackDown. But no. <laughs> no. The fiend comes out mm-hmm. and he gave the mandible claw to yes. Alexa Bliss. Yes. That was another three. I wish I could give it a five. But I was like, no, Rick, that's crazy. That's insane. You can't do that. And you kind of knew something was going to happen. Because but not that. Five minutes. Five yes, minutes I knew something was. I, you're absolutely right. And I'm like, oh, Nikki and Alexa are about to fight. And yeah, then when she walked away, I, I said, but there's happen. still three minutes left. What's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way. I gave that a three. Mm-hmm. My lowest point, and I have several. Um, Naomi defeating Lacey Evans. I gave it a mm-hmm. one. That's just sloppy and just doesn't make sense i'm just not behind it jeff hardy's promo gave that a one not behind it hardy and sheamus recap why are we recapping the whole fucking match yeah gave that a one um Mm -hmm. i do have to say some honorable mentions on this show sonya deville attacking mandy rose gave me chills i was like (laughs) wow cutting her hair Cutting her hair and doing all that, I was just like, oh my God. Um, Cesaro Nakamura making fun of the Lucha House Party. <laughs> Nakamura is hilarious. Yo. Um, I also have to say, Shorty G cashing in on uh, Corbin's thing. Yes, I loved it. Um, overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 1.9. Wow. 
What about you? Uh, for me, the highest point, and it's sad, there was a couple of them, but they didn't reach past the two, was AJ Styles versus Grand Metallic. I gave it a two. I was, I was, you know, invested in that match. Um, the other ma- the other two I gave was Big E versus The Miz. I thought that was a pretty good match for Big E. Um, I didn't mind it. Uh, I liked. I don't like the finisher though. I didn't but, like it. Yeah, but can I throw this at you? Mm-hmm. What do you? How do you feel about Big E acting like a fucking fool and gyrating still? Yeah, he's he's got to he's got to take that off. He, like take that off of your program because it, it's it was fine with the new day, but your singles now. I, I look think, what it did to Kofi. Kofi yeah. was gyrating and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it did nothing for him. It did it not. You're right. It, you're right. No, you're right. Um, but but even still, I did dog the match. I thought it was pretty good. Um, uh, the low points, I gave the Jeff Hardy promo. I gave that a one. Um, the one and a half I gave was the Corbin versus Drew Gulak, uh, Naomi versus Lacey Evans, and even the Nikki versus Bailey match. I gave that a one and a half. But I was like. I was standing up watching what happened with The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. I was yes. like, oh, shit. So <laughs> SmackDown, out of all three shows, SmackDown ended the best. But I gave SmackDown overall a 1.58. Wow. Yeah. Well, going into this right now, we have Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, Raw is ahead 8. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Sorry. I got more. There's two things going in the book. Let's do it. (laughs) It's Naomi's glitter chest. (laughs) Ooh, yes. That was bad. Girl, Uh, you are not on the stripper pole. Girl, you're not 12 years old. (laughs) She OD'd with that glitter. So I'm sorry. I'm putting Naomi's glitter chest in the book this week. All right. Naomi's glitter chest. You just made the book. And another thing I'm putting in the book, and you, you're going you're gonna to laugh your ass off. And the reason why I'm putting it in the book is because this is the second time I heard it. And I'm like, you know what? Two strikes, you're out. I'm done. So, which is Kofi saying, put your meat on my meat. It has to go in the book. I'm sorry. Because why would they replay that? Come on, son. Put your meat on my meat. Wait, what? Oh, so should we call it Kofi's pause? No, no, just <laughs> just the put your meat on my meat. Oh man, uh, ridiculous! Ooh, all right, Kofi's put your meat on my meat. <laughs> you just you made the book. I'm the one. I'm the one that's got to say it every week now. <laughs> yes, thank God. Um, oh. you know what? I do have to say this before we go into Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. If Big E's going to be a clown, team him with Jey Uso. Fuck it. Like, if you're going to fucking make him a clown act, put him with Jey Uso. I don't, I, like, I there's no, there's no need for Jey Uso to be sitting in the fucking back because his brother can't get it together. If New Day is fucking all injured, give him something else to do because yeah, gyrating yeah. and fucking, no, it doesn't work. No, I agree. I agree. Um... It is now time for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. Currently, Raw's ahead 8 to NXT 6 to SmackDown's 1. Um, and this week, I have our good friend Elio Canella to uh, break any kind of ties. So, mm-hmm. he he's in the box. Say hello, Elio. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so just like him. <laughs> just like him. Um, so, for me, Tony... 
Overall, I gave uh, SmackDown a 1.9. I gave Raw a 1.8. And I gave NXT a 1.4. Mm-hmm. So, if I go by my points, it's SmackDown. And I have to tell you, from beginning to end, I was entertained with SmackDown. So, my vote this week is for Friday Night SmackDown. Hmm. You know what? As far as storytelling goes, I gave it to Raw. The whole uh-huh. program, it was the, the storytelling in itself, it was more or less um, them leading into SummerSlam. I didn't see that much with SmackDown. Um with SmackDown, I saw more of uh, them trying to get their shit together. Uh, NXT, I saw that a little bit with that. Um, how I have it, though, which is odd because I had I scored NXT pretty high this week. But I have it as Raw, SmackDown, and then NXT. All right. Interesting, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Well, let's open up this envelope that Elio sent me by Pigeon. Um, Elio... Actually has it SmackDown, oh. NXT, and then Raw, I believe. So, uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. Uh, so, um, SmackDown gets a win. Number two. Holy shit. It only took, <laughs> what, eight, six, 14, 15 weeks. 16 goddamn weeks to get two wins, SmackDown. Right? Four months. To get wow. two. Unreal. Unreal. Wow. Well, they got two. Wow. They got two. <laughs> All right, Tony, let's open up this book. May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. Wow. All righty then. All right. Yeah, let's go over the book. All right, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we go... Uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucked that up. We talk about the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. We just throw it in here just to get a good laugh, and we got a, a few new ones, so we hope you guys get a good kick out of that. And, of course, just a reminder for you guys that you guys do have an opinion. Throw it on our Facebook page and say, hey, I want this in the book, and blah, blah, blah. All right, we ready? Yes, sir. Uh, Sam Rogers, go fuck yourself. Go fuck him. Uh, <laughs> Kofi's Goldilocks. Ah, we could take it out. Yeah, because he's just because he, be he got something for, new. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be. I know, right? Jesus Christ, Garza's cousin Speedos. That stays. Liv Morgan's cage wezzy. Wet wezzy. Wezzy. <laughs> I know your wezzy. tongue gets swollen every time you talk about her, uh, so we'll exactly. keep it in the book. <laughs> uh, coronavirus. I mean, it's still fucking and things up. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's one gallon dehydrated piss jar. Uh, we could take it out. No, let's leave it in there because I still <laughs> talked about it today. Gotcha. Or uh, on SmackDown. Uh, MVP's brother's older brother's suit. That definitely stays. Doll something about Mary's hightail. That could stay. Uh, the TNT title. <laughs> That's got to stay. And they said August 12th. August 12th, yeah. Is when the, the uh, new details will be out. Yeah. Michael Cole's foot fetish. That stays. Yeah. Uh, Jericho and Khan demo. That stays is fucking demo. Ruby dog. Riot's green weave. That stays. Bronze headpiece. He hasn't been there. Well, we'll see what he. Ah. He's still. He's got to come back eventually. Yeah. Uh, Seth's man bun. That stays. <laughs> Kenny's um, Kenny Omega shorts. Yo, Kenny Omega has been irritating me to no I, end lately. I kinda so noticed. let's stay. It's staying. I kind of noticed that. Uh, all right, new entrance into the book. Naomi's glitter chest. That stays. <laughs> Uh, 
Dominic's father's pants. <laughs> that stays. The fuck? And uh, the final one, put your meat on my meat. <laughs> Jeez, I can't believe I have to say that. That's and I'm, nice. I'm the one that put it in there. <laughs> oh, my God. That's ridiculous. All right. That's it for the show. I think we went on long enough. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, just remember, we got a whole new episode next week. Whatever comments and questions you have, throw it on our Facebook page. And we will gladly talk about it in the following week. And um, before we close the show, actually, uh, I will play a song from my playlist. All you got to do is just beat the POV crew. And that's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week where we give you more content to follow us by. And then we get some good shit. <laughs> so with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. Rick Sorrento, the third. And our intern. Miguel Cole, TJ, I'm coming. <laughs> Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. It's, it sounds like Johnny Gargano. Yeah, Johnny Gargano. All right, I was like, that's too, like, punkish yeah. right there. <laughs> He's invading our show. You don't own the right.